Lasting Love Podcast, presented by CoachingWithFroy.com. You've found the place where single adults come for mindful wisdom and insight into how to attract and create healthy, lasting, conscious relationships. And now, here's your host, the owner of CoachingWithFroy.com, number one best-selling author, certified relationship coach, and TV analyst, Roy Biancalana. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Attracting Lasting Love Podcast. My name is Roy Biancolana. I am your host, and today we've got one of my favorite topics, and that is flirting. Okay? I want to have a conversation with you about all things flirting. Okay? And I think this is especially relevant to pretty much everybody who's single. You know, you you might be young and, you know, you've never been married and, you know, you're looking to meet someone and so you're interested in flirting and kind of how to flirt and how to make a, you know, a, a connection and spark interest and create some chemistry, right? But this is a big topic, believe it or not, for some of you who are young, you might not know this, but this is a big topic for for people that are older and they've been married or in a relationship for years or even decades and they're single again and they want another relationship and they're completely terrified of getting back into the dating scene. I mean, I talk to these people all the time. They're, they're scared. They haven't done it forever. The world's changed so much and so much of what they've heard about the dating scene really terrifies them. And so they're always like, I don't know how to flirt. Like, what do you do? I mean, I remember what it was like in the 80s or in the 70s or something, right? But, but I, don't, I don't know, right? So it really doesn't matter where you are uh, in the stage of your life. I think flirting is a pretty hot topic, okay? And it's also something that's fun if you either remember it from back in the day, <laughs> or you flirted with someone yesterday, it's kind of fun to feel a little bit of that dance, right? A little bit of that attraction. Um, I'm thinking of a Shania Twain song. Um, where I think she's, it was the song was like, man, I feel like a woman. If you listen to some of the words in there, she's talking about the joy that she has as being a feminine creature and the playfulness of it and the, the fun of the attraction and so forth, right? So flirting's just fun. Uh, and it, it, it is a step in the, in the path of creating a lasting relationship. Usually, right towards the very beginning, it starts by some kind of flirtation. And so we're going to talk all about this. Now, before I get into the particulars of this, I have a little, this is a personal thing to me. I have a little bone to pick. Um, And I'm going to explain it this way, is that in my mind, there are two basic categories when we're flirting. And the way I would describe it is there's capital F flirting. You're flirting with a capital F. And what that means is you're flirting with a purpose. Like you are genuinely interested in that person. You are attracted to them. You're wanting to make something happen. You have intimacy in mind. You may or may not have sex that very day. But there is a sexual attraction and there is a desire for a relationship with that person. Okay. That's like capital F flirting. Okay. But then there's something I would call lowercase f flirting, which is flirting without the intention of doing anything about it. You're flirting, but you're not going to do anything with the person. You're not really interested in a relationship. You're not interested in having sex. It's the kind of flirting that you might do right in front of your partner. Like if you understand what I'm saying about lowercase f flirting, it's like I could be sitting at a, a restaurant bar, sitting at the bar with my wife, and I could flirt with the server. Right? I can be playful. I can be fun. I can, I can make a joke. I can 
ask her a question about herself or I can interact with her. I'm a man. She's a woman. Um, There is that issue that's always present between the masculine and feminine. Um, But I don't mean anything by it. I'm not interested in the, 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 the bartender. I'm not, you know, wanting it to go anywhere. Um, it's, it's just, I'm in a good mood. I'm just funny or playful or conversational or I'm just having a good time. And usually the other person knows that it's, that it's just, no, we're just being friendly. We're just flirting. We're just, no, it doesn't mean anything. There's nothing to it. I don't want it to go anywhere. They don't want it to go anywhere. Everybody sort of knows it, right? So it's just the normal, you could be out with your boyfriend or girlfriend or your husband or wife with a bunch of friends at a party, and you could be flirting with your girlfriend's boyfriends and with your boyfriend's girlfriends, right? It's just you're, you're having a drink, you're socializing, you're in a good mood. I mean, it's men, it's women. It's, it's just a dynamic. It's a wonderful dynamic that, that happens, okay? So it's just lowercase flirting. It's innocent. It's not going anywhere. It doesn't, nobody has any intention, okay? But then there's that capital F flirting where, no, 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 there's intention here. There's, I mean something behind what I'm, how I'm flirting with you. Here's the bone I have to pick. You do not want to give the impression, if you respect other people, if you respect their feelings, you want to be very careful and conscious with your flirting. In other words, you don't want to give someone the impression that you are capital F flirting when you're not. Okay. Now here's where I can take it personal. Back when I was single, I was looking for a relationship and I'd go various places. I'd go all kinds of places. I was actually pretty desperate for a relationship, which is what my first book was all about. But I used to, I remember I can see it in my mind's eye. I know exactly where I was on the planet in the restaurant at the bar. I can see this woman's face in my eyes and I was chatting her up for about 30, 40 minutes. I mean, I bought her a drink and we were chatting and we were flirting. There was little sexual innuendos. It was a blast. And I was capital F flirting, baby. I was interested in her. I was attracted to her. I wanted not only her phone number, but I wanted to get together with her. And I I wanted it to go somewhere. Okay? So I was being authentic. I was flirting in, in a capital F way. Well, at the end of this 45 minutes or whatever it was, I I don't know if I had to go or she had to go. I I do forget that. But I asked for her number and she she gave me her number. And two days later, I called her and she never picked up. Never sent me a text, never responded. I called, I think, two or three times. And I, I normally wouldn't advise calling more than once, but I called multiple times because I couldn't believe that she wasn't actually interested because she gave off the vibe to me that she was all up in my business. She was flirting right back with me, right? She was trading sexual innuendos and making jokes and we were touching each other on the arm. We were the eye contact, the smiles she gave. When I asked for her phone number, I knew she was not going to say no. That's the connection I felt we had. And then I called her two days later. She never answered the phone. What does that mean? She was fucking playing a game with me. She wasn't interested. She got a free drink out of it. She might have been in a good mood. She might have been just enjoying just a conversation with a guy, you know, but she really wasn't interested. And she led me along. There's a name for this. She was a prick tease. Okay, She did a horrible thing to be making me feel like there's a connection there only to just disappear. That's a shitty thing to do. Okay, Now, here's the truth. I don't know who I've done that to, but I guarantee you I've done that. I guarantee you I have flirted with women 
but I really wasn't attracted to them. They're girls. Right? So I was just in a good mood. I had a drink in me. And so and I'm very talkative. I'm, I, I have a great sense of humor. I mean, I'm good at the conventional way of flirting. I'm really good at it. And I would imagine there's probably a number of women who felt like I was really interested in them. And then toward the end of the night, I didn't ask for their phone number. I didn't ask them on a date. I just probably said, hey, see you later, and then walked away. And I'm not saying I broke their hearts. That would be way too dramatic. But I'm saying that I probably left them very confused. Like, what the hell? That guy chatted me up, and we flirted, and we were having a good time, and then he didn't ask for my number. Like, what? what's the deal? Right? So my point is, when you are flirting, you are playing with somebody's heart. And you better not fucking mess that up, right? These are people we're dealing with. So don't flirt with someone if you don't intend it to go anywhere. That's, that's, that's a misuse of your power, okay? But if you are genuinely interested, oh, man, turn it on. <laughs> flirt with them. But don't, don't play a game. Don't play with their hearts. That's true for men. It's true for women, Okay? So there's my little bone I'm going to pick on that topic. <laughs> now, let's get into a conversation about flirting. Um, and I believe that I think the majority of people listening to this, they might be really, really encouraged by what I say. I'm going to say something very different, probably something about flirting that you have never heard anybody say before. In fact, I'd almost guarantee it. Um. But I don't know that for sure because I don't study other coaches and their materials. I never do that. Um, I wouldn't want to be tempted to steal anybody's stuff. <laughs> no. So some people come up with some pretty good stuff. Um, but I think this is going to be something very encouraging for you. But there will be some of you that might be disappointed because you might be looking for give me specific techniques and tactics to be a good flirt. Teach me how to flirt. Give me a strategy. Give me some actions, some behaviors. Maybe even give me some lines. You know, give me the technique. You are not going to get that here. But I want to encourage you hang in there because I'm going to give you something way better. Okay? So what I want to talk about is what I call conventional flirting versus conscious flirting. There's a conventional way to flirt. And when I say conventional, I just mean it's the, 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 the conventional wisdom, the normal way. You go to YouTube, you go on blogs, you listen to pretty much 99% of all relationship coaches, dating experts, and you're going to get the conventional perspective, the conventional wisdom on flirting. Okay, I'll describe what that is in just a minute. But then there's something called conscious flirting. And it it's it comes from a mindful perspective. It comes from an awakened or conscious perspective and it's it's quite rare just because the conscious perspective is the minority perspective is that it's not right or wrong. It's not better than it's just, it's just a different perspective. And that's something I should stress right now. The, the conscious perspective on flirting is, is not necessarily better in terms of it's right. And the other way is wrong. That's not the way I mean it, even though it might sound that way, but it's not the way it's meant. They're just different ways of doing it. Okay. And you're going to see that, there's a benefit to the conscious way and there's a downside to the conventional way. Um, but they're just different ways. They're just different ways of doing things. You get to choose which one you want to do. I do think the conscious approach will end up having you create a relationship that is, is healthier and sustainable. I do think the conventional approach will create a relationship that is built on something that's not healthy and therefore maybe not sustainable. So if if your real interest 
is in creating that healthy, lasting relationship that might go on for decades or even the rest of your life, then you'll be interested in the conscious approach. If you're interested in just kind of a short-term thing, like you just want to hook up, you just want to meet somebody and you know have a couple weeks or a couple months of sex, but you're not really wanting to create a real healthy uh heart-to-heart type of long-term connection, then the convention approach is just fine, okay? All right, so what do I mean by the conventional approach? I mean the conventional approach is it's about being humorous. It's about having a sense of humor. There's even a whole world of teaching out there, especially for men, on how to be cocky and funny, Okay, conventional flirting from when a guy is doing it, he he wants a sense of humor. He's going to be talkative. He's going to be friendly. He's going to be outgoing. He's going to be sarcastic. He's going to pick on the girl a little bit. He's going to kind of make fun of her a little bit. He's he's going to act as if he's confident in himself. He's he's going to have a little bit of that bad boy flavor, right? Like I don't I don't need you. I'm just kind of flirting with you and playing with you and I've got a good sense of humor and I'm a good talker and um you know I can play the game, right? The conventional way of flirting is working on your game. Right? Get a game. And a lot of times that is simply about being talkative and being sort of funny playful. Right? It it's I guess there's no other way for me to describe it than that. And, you know, when a when a woman is in the conventional way, you know, she's being playful in her way and maybe funny in her way, and um, you know, enjoying the kind of the I don't want to say the criticism, but it but enjoying the the sarcasm and giving it out a little bit. Um, you know, there's a kind of a sense where you kind of pick on each other in a in kind of a playful way, and you know that kind of stuff. And there's maybe physical touch involved, and there's eye contact, and you know, and you know different things like that, right? So, you know what I mean by the conventional way. Now, you may not be good at that. You may not be a very talkative, outgoing, extroverted person that can have a conversation with a doorknob and have it be meaningful, right? Um, and you might not have a very good sense of humor. I mean, you, 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 you might not be good at making jokes in the moment. Like one of the things that I love about stand-up comedians is these men and women, when they interact with the audience, where you know it's not rehearsed, they have not memorized their bit, they're quick on their feet. Right, I mean, there are a couple of them that are so good at it. They're they're just so present and so aware, and they have such good senses of humor that they can make people laugh hysterically without preparing remarks. They it just comes to them. They just have a way. Right? Some people are like that. They just have a great sense of humor, and they. They don't have to know what to say or how to say it. They can just be in the moment, and they're funny. <laughs> they're funny, and they're talkative, and they're, they have game, right? Okay? They can be cocky and funny, and the woman can be kind of playful, sarcastic, and kind of be sexual, but I'm playing kind of hard to get, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. Some people are just good at that, okay? Here's the problem with the conventional way. If that's the way you think flirting is, then what do you do when you don't have those qualities naturally? You got to go to someone and you got to help them teach you to be someone that you're not. Right? If you go to those seminars where they teach men how to be cocky and funny, you know who, t- who takes those seminars? Men then who are not cocky and funny. Men who don't have any confidence in themselves and they don't have much of a sense of humor. Why else would you go? (laughs) Right? So you're learning a shtick. You're learning a technique. And you're trying to be someone that you're not. That's not your game. You, You aren't 
you don't have that kind of sense of humor. You you you're not comfortable naturally showing up and flirting in the conventional ways. But since you think that's the only way to do it, then you're going to have to go learn that. And that what you're saying is teach me to be someone I'm not or teach me to be fake. That's what you're asking. Teach me a persona. Teach me how to be the kind of person that I think I need to be in order to get a girl or a guy to like me. So what are you doing? When you function like that, when you focus on techniques and want to learn techniques, you are starting the relationship by being inauthentic. You're starting the relationship by showing a false version of yourself. You're playing games. You're a game player. Now, I would say, even if you're comfortable in the conventional way, you're playing games. You're being cocky. You're being funny. You're playing hard to get. You're being sarcastic, right? Now, to some level, we don't want to be too much of a stick in the mud and say, you know, come on. I mean, men and women together, it's fun. It's fun to play and make jokes. Of course, of course. But the main thing I want to say here is this is where it might be so encouraging for so many people listening to this. You don't have to learn to be someone you're not in order to be a great flirt. You you don't need that. You don't need to be someone you're not. In fact, and, and then if you are, then whatever relationship you start is starting on an inauthentic track. It's like you're starting a train down a certain set of tracks. It's pretty hard to turn that baby around, right? I always tell people, you know, if you want to end up in an authentic heart-to-heart relationship with another human being, well, then start it that way. (laughs) You're not going to end up in that kind of relationship if you start it by playing games. And, and acting a part, playing a role, being someone that you've been trained to be to get somebody interested in you. Do you get me there? So the conventional way, yeah, it, it, like for myself, okay? I mean, some of those things are, are easy for me. I'm a talker. Look at me. I'm on a podcast where almost always it's just me talking, okay? So I can make conversation with people. And I have lots of sexual energy, Right, and um, I have a pretty good sense of humor, so I can play the conventional game. But I'm also someone who's here to tell you that my love life for almost forever sucked. It, it wasn't until I sort of let go of all of that, and, and and I was still being myself. I'm still talkative. I still have a sense of humor. But I was, I stopped playing games. I came more from my heart. And that's when I ended up in a relationship that actually lasted and was worth it. Okay, so there's the there's the conventional way. Now, what's the what's the conscious way? Well, the conscious way is that you are just simply going to be yourself. You are going to come from your heart, and you are going to reveal what is currently happening within you in the moment. So you might not be a big talker, but you can certainly reveal your thoughts and your feelings, things you like, things you want, things you're interested in. You can reveal your truth, whether you are a big talker or not. If you're not a sense, if you don't have a big old sense of humor, you don't need a sense of humor. Not to do, not to do conscious flirting. Really, what you need is you need to open yourself up to the joy that's in your heart. So here's the essence of what I want to say. Conscious flirting is just about expressing the joy and the aliveness that's in your heart and body. See, when when we're not stuck in our minds, right, and worried about the past and Think about the future and, you know, when, when we're not in all of our neuroticness and neediness and all of that, in our hearts, deep within us is an aliveness. 
right? The the Hindus used to call it Shakti. It's life force. It's our inner energy. The the Chinese called it Chi. Christians call it spirit. Right? There's a life force within us. There's an aliveness within us. There's a joy of being. Right? There's there's yeah, there's just the juice. Right? Now that aliveness comes through our individual bodies in a variety of ways. Some people it comes through with lots of exuberance and and extroversion and kind of outward signs of happiness and physicality and playfulness. Other people, their same aliveness, that same spirit, the same chi, the same shakti, comes through their personalities and their bodies as a more quiet kind of joy, uh, a quiet kind of presence, a peacefulness, uh, a calmness, a groundedness, sort of a, a coolness. Think of it in terms of this. Most of us human beings, we have a temperature, right? Some people are hot and spicy, right? You think of, you know, stereotypically, you think of Latin men and Latin women. There's a spiciness there. You look at like a, um, what's her name? Um, Oh, I'll think of it in a minute. Um, There's a spiciness and kind of a hotness to Latin women. And and yet there's kind of a coolness to Scandinavian blonde women or men, maybe, right? In other words, all that stuff may be fair and maybe too stereo maybe unfair and too stereotypical. But some people are kind of like hot tamales, man. They're spicy, they're fiery, they're they got lots of um, yeah, lots of swing in their hips, you know what I mean? Other people are more cool and calm and collected. They're quiet. They have kind of a cool energy. When I first met my wife, I described her as being like a cold glass of lemonade on a hot summer day, right? She is not a spicy one. She's not a hot tamale. She's not feisty. She's very cool and she's very relaxed. She's very calming. Her life force, if it's free in her body, if it's unblocked by her mind and her stories and her baggage, right? If our Shakti is free and unblocked, it will come through our personalities in very different ways. So there is no one way to be a flirt. That's where the error is made on the part of people that teach techniques. They're teaching you to be a certain way where that's not your way. And then you're going to have to try to fake it and, and, and act like it. And that's going to, people are going to see through that, that you're, that you've, you've been through some training or something. It's like, get away from me. Like, you don't feel real to me. You don't feel authentic to me. It's like, you're, you're, I don't know what you're doing, but right. So the key to conscious flirting, the conscious way is to, is to unblock your energy to free yourself from your baggage and your worries and your fears and your insecurities, not to become confident, but to find the confidence that is there that's simply based on your existence as a a beautiful human being on the planet. You don't have to try to become confident. You don't have to try to improve your self-esteem and do all that nonsense. No, you simply need to have confidence in who you are, that you are enough, that you are whole, you are complete. There's nothing wrong with you. See, people that lack confidence think there's something wrong with them, but it's just a thought that they believe. What if the thought's not true? What if there is nothing wrong with you? What if you're perfectly fine the way you are? Well, if you really thought you were perfectly fine the way you are, maybe you're not like that guy, maybe you're not like that girl, but you're perfect the way you are, wouldn't you have your own kind of confidence? Wouldn't you stand in that power? 
wouldn't you just stand self-assured? Not that you're as outgoing as someone or as funny as someone. It wouldn't even matter. No, I am me. I, I'm comfortable in my skin. And because I'm comfortable in my skin, then I'm just going to express my life force, my chi, my shakti, my spirit, in the way that feels natural to me. And that's how I flirt. I let the life force in me flow through my body in the way it wants to flow. And it's good enough. All my concern is, is I want to unblock that energy. I don't want it blocked by my thoughts that I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I'm not the way I'm supposed to be, I should be more of this, I should be more of that. You're not going to block your energy by keeping all your baggage alive in you and how people have hurt you in the past and so now you're afraid to flirt and open your heart and play because your past lovers have hurt you and now you're guarded, right? You're like, no, I'm letting go of all that and I'm opening my heart to the present moment and I'm letting it be as it is and I'm going to let my, my life force just come through my open heart in the way it just naturally wants to come through. And so when I met my wife, she flirted like a maniac with me. But she didn't flirt the way you would think. She flirted kind of in her way. She's that cool, calm, collected kind. She's more subtle, right? She, like little things, little, little, little innuendos, right? My wife's name is Mary Margaret. It's her middle name, but she uses them both, Mary Margaret, okay? And pretty early in our conversation, you know, she said, yeah, my name is Mary Margaret, but I'm not a nun. And she just smiled at me, right? It's like, okay, you had me at a low, right? I mean, it's just like she had some self-awareness about her name being very Catholic sounding. And then she's, I'm not a nun, which, you know, there was a little sexual playfulness there. But again, she said that to me because she already knew that she wanted this to go someplace. She liked me. It was a, she was flirting with a capital F. But see, but she did it kind of in a little, her own little playful way, her own little subtle way. I picked up on it and I loved it, right? But I was flirting in a way different way because I'm much more outgoing and my sense of humor and different things and so forth. But I was flirting with a capital F because I liked what I saw. I wanted to get her number. I wanted to get to know her. I wanted it to go somewhere, Okay. So this, this is what conscious flirting is. You don't have to fit into some cookie cutter thing. Don't take a program to teach you how to flirt because they're going to try to teach you to be like everybody else. And if you're not like everybody else, it's going to feel awkward, right? And frankly, when you do it that way, what are you saying about yourself? You're saying, I don't like who I am. I'm not comfortable with who I am. I'm not confident in who I am. I need to become someone else. I need to be taught how to be a certain kind of person because other people will only respond to me if I'm that kind of person. So it shows your own insecurity. And it shows you have a story about what people are attracted to. Because I'm telling you, not all people are attracted to the conventional style. Okay? In fact, I would say, the deeper the person, the more conscious the person you're flirting with, the more attracted they are to a person who is just showing up, allowing their chi to flow through the body in the way it wants to come. In other words, they're attracted to your authenticity. If you don't have a sense of humor, then you don't have a sense of humor. I mean... Right? I mean, but you have your own gifts. You have your own style. You, you have your own way of revealing your heart, whether it's through humor or not. So the whole thing comes down to 
conscious flirting is about being in alignment with your joy of being. It's allowing your aliveness to come through you in any way, any form it wants. It's going to come through your personality. It's going to come through your body. It's going to become through your particular sense of humor or lack thereof. It's going to come through your intelligence levels or lack thereof. I don't know. We're all at different intelligence levels, right? It's it's just going to, it's going to be your natural way of being. And it's going to be the easiest thing in the world because you're just being you. (laughs) So when people say, how do you flirt? What's going on there? What do you mean? How do you flirt? What you're saying is I I need to be someone I'm not. Now, how do you flirt? It's easy. Just be you. Be the unblocked you is what I should say. Be the one who's not scared of rejection. Like do a thought experiment here, right? Just imagine that you're around people you're attracted to physically and sexually. And you are absolutely, completely not afraid of everybody rejecting you. You don't care. You're absolutely free of any fear. What would you say and do? Right? That's your authentic way of flirting. So it's more important to ask yourself, how am I blocking my chi or my shakti? How am I blocking my life force? How am I not in touch with this inner aliveness that Roy's talking about, this joy of being? How am I not in touch with that? Or how am I blocking that? Because if I let that loose, like if I unkink my hose and I let the flow happen in my life, then you're going to be the sexiest person you can be in your particular way. You're, you're going to have lowercase flirting going on with everybody. You'll see a puppy and you'll flirt. You'll see a child and you'll flirt. You'll see adults and you'll flirt. You'll see sunsets and you'll flirt. You'll see clothing and you'll flirt. Because the joy, love is in your body. The joy of being is in you. And it's just, you're loving being alive and you're free. And right? you're not stuck in your head with all your worries about what's going to happen and all your regrets about stuff you should have done. And right? You're not in all that garbage. You're in the present moment. And you're just interacting with life as it's coming from a place of joy and non-resistance, right? And then when you get around someone and you're like, oh, I'd like for it to go someplace with that person, then there's a a little shift, right? It's like, oh, no, no, no. This is not just I'm playing with life in general. This is like, no, I'm playing with you for a reason. But it's the same freedom of the aliveness, the same freedom of the flow in you that you're not trying to say something. You're not trying to be something. My God, you're not using a line, right? You, you would, a person who is a conscious flirting would never use a line. There is no such thing as a pickup line when you're in a conscious place. Every line is a pickup line. It's like it's like it's just you. It's just the aliveness. It's just you're you're so connected to the moment, and you're so so paying attention to the other person and to the environment that you're just interacting with life as it is. And love is flowing, and playfulness, sensuality. Okay, so that's the conscious flirting. That's the first piece is not asking how to how to flirt but how do i unblock that life force or how do i allow love to move through my body that's the first thing because if you're if you're unblocked then life is going to move through you and you're going to be your natural flirty beautiful fun playful self through your personality and your style Okay, now the other piece is in order to flirt, 
especially from the conscious perspective, you need to have access to your sexual energy. You need to be okay with your sexuality. You, you, you need to be okay and open to your horniness, to your neediness. You need to be coming from that part of your body where, where the sexual energy seems to re- reside, right? In order to, to flirt with a capital F, you've, you've got to have access to your sexual energy. You can't have shame around your sex. You can't have a lot of fear and baggage around sexual trauma. You got to work through that stuff so that your sexual flow is free. Okay? So there's kind of a freeing up the life force in general. And then there's kind of a asking yourself, am I blocked in any way sexually? Am I hung up because of being hurt in the background or some way, right? Um, You want to have the juice alive in you, right? So it's, there's a lot of people that have a hard time flirting because their genitals are kind of shut down, right? They're kind of blocked. They're, they're either ashamed of that part or they've just shut it off. They've turned it off because they got hurt around that area they have suffered, you know, relationship difficulties, people cheating on you and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's almost like you've blocked that part of your life off. That now you live more in your head. You live maybe in your head, you maybe live in your heart, but you're not living in your genitals. Right? You don't go through life feeling like a sexual connection to everything. You don't feel like you're fucking life. Like life is fucking you. Like there's pleasure, right? There's a there's a, an openness into your body and, and there's a, a oneness and there's a a sense that I'm one with life, right? And that right, so I this is very difficult to describe. Um but many people are kind of shut down sexually, even if they're sexually active, by the way. Okay, you can have sex and be cut off from your sexual feelings, from your sexual vibrancy. You could do it. How do you think it works for prostitutes? Do you think that they're, you know, or, 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 or men or women in pornography, you think that they're really into it on screen? You think they're, they're really feeling their joy of being and the sexual connection they have to all of life that's coming through their connection with this person that is doing them on top of a chandelier? Really? Right? They're acting. They're acting. Prostitutes. Gigolos. They're acting. They're engaging in sex, but they're not coming from their sexuality. They're not expressing their joy and their love sexually. They're not necessarily in touch with their sexuality, even though they seem to ooze sexiness. Okay? Think about that. So what I'm talking about here is not about how you dress. It's not about what kind of lipstick you wear. (laughs) It's It's not about the way you look. I'm talking about are you in touch with your sexual energy? Are you in are you making love with life? Is there a playfulness inside of you? Right? So when you combine those two, like your the life force is flowing and it's flowing through your genitals also. I mean, it flows through your eyes, it flows through your intellect, it flows through your heart, it flows through your gut and your intuition, but it flows through your genitals. <laughs> That's why I say it, <laughs> okay? Like your whole body is alive, right? Then you're a conscious flirter because you're just a sexual being. You're a sexual creature and you have a type of sex with everything, But you're mindful to know that there's the lower case flirting, 
where your sexiness, your sexuality is not being directed in a manipulative or confusing way. You're so in charge of this energy that you 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 can turn it on when you really do want a relationship to become something. Right? You're you're so in charge of your physicality and your your energy and your sexuality that you are the sexual being but you don't show it to everybody. You don't flirt with everybody. It's a powerful energy. So you you know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. And and you don't want to con- you don't want to create any confusion with it. It's like using nuclear power, man. If you misuse it, it's deadly. If you use it right, oh my god, it can be of such service to humanity. It's the same way with your sexual energy. When you're alive and you're unblocked and you're really okay with your sexuality, you're a powerful you're a powerful person, okay? And you know it. But you know that if I misuse it and I turn that power on someone that I'm really not interested in, man, I'm fucking with them. I, I'm, I'm going to create confusion and hurt feelings and misunderstandings and I'm going to create a kind of insecurity in that person because they're going to walk away from me coming on to them and flirting with them and then I, I don't close the deal. And then it's like, like, what's wrong with me? What's going on? I mean, right? So you use this, this power that you have very judiciously, very responsibly. You feel that? So now where do we go from here? Well, the question I want to ask you is, which kind of flirting do you want? You want to be the conventional type? All right. Go learn to be cocky and funny. See how that works for you. You want to go down the road of, I want to become a conscious flirter, meaning the focus isn't even on flirting. The focus is on how alive am I on the inside? How free of fear am I? How unblocked am I from my past and my baggage? Right? How alive are my sexual feelings in me? You know, a lot of us are in touch with our sadness feelings. A lot of us are in touch with our ability to be scared. A lot of us are in touch with loneliness. A lot of us are in touch with our anger. How many of us are in touch with our sexual feelings in a real healthy way? Right? So if you want to be on the path to being a conscious flirter, because I believe it leads to really lasting, healthy connections, then the question you need to ask yourself is, what work do I need to do on my blockages or my barriers so that life flows freely through my masculine or feminine form? That's what, it, that's what it's all about. How much does life flow freely through your foam, uh, form? Right? How unkinked is your hose? Now, I'm here to tell you if you're having difficulty in your love life, well, your hose is kinked. Because when, when love is flowing freely through your masculine or feminine form, you're going to be in a relationship. Unless you don't want to be. Like purposely. But most people want to be. And if you're unblocked, oh my God, you're going to be hooked up. (laughs) If you're unblocked, you won't be single. Not for more than a week. Okay? So I'm not trying to shame you here. I'm just, I'm trying to say, maybe you're not as unblocked as you think. Maybe you need to do a little work to get more free with your sexual feelings, more in touch with the authenticity of those feelings. I mean, I've, I've worked with a number of people, a number of women who've been strippers. Okay? I've had a lot of clients who've been strippers. They are some of the most sexually repressed people. Like, oh, they're totally in, in touch with their bodies and how beautiful they are, and they know the effect it has, but they usually have lots of sexual dysfunction because they, they're blocked. A lot of times they've been through some trauma that is messed up the whole sexual flow in them. 
It's got kinked. It's gotten warped. It's gotten broken, right? So that's the question I have for you is, do you need to do some work so that the life force can flow? Because your natural state, regardless of your personality, introvert, extrovert, sense of humor, serious person, whatever, when you're alive and you're free and you're not scared, you're playful in your own way. You're a joy to be around in your own way. You have a smile on your lips and a little swing in your hips, whether you're a man or a woman. There's a there's an aliveness to you. There's a sparkle in your eye. There's a passion. There's a playfulness. And if you don't have that, it's because you're blocking it in some way. That's what the Shakti does. That's what the Chi is. That's what the Holy Spirit is. It's life moving in your body. It's like the blood in your body. It's flowing in you. But if you block the blood, you have a heart attack. Right? So the question is, are you free? Are you unblocked? That's what I do as a coach. I kind of help people get unblocked. I kind of help people allow love to move freely through their bodies. I don't really help them. I don't tell them where to go on Saturday to meet someone. There's no need for that. Get yourself unblocked. Get your chi, your shakti, your spirit freely flowing through your body and the rest will take care of itself. So if you need help with that, and my Lord, who doesn't? If you need help with that, reach out to me. I mean, I offer a free coaching session to explore getting to know one another. I talk about my coaching program to you and you know, we go through it all. We, we see if we're a good fit. There's no pressure. I don't need to do any of that, right? It's just, let's just talk. Let's see if we're a good fit. Let's see if my program feels good to you. And then let's work together on getting you unblocked, right? So just reach out to me, coachingwithroy at gmail.com or, or just text me, call me, 407-687-3387. Do this, right? Work on you. Become a conscious flirter without any effort whatsoever and see what happens. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.